All right. Don't ask the kind of question. So by this time, you guys have about two hours before this whole thing apparently goes down. Mm -hmm. So it's up to you entirely how you want to prepare. Let's wait in the van, I guess. Oh, I call Mr. Bois. Um, uh, she's at some kind of research fellowship or something. I think she's made friends at the university. Oh, is that Mechanical Owl? The one from the library? I don't think it's related. Well, I'm sure she'll be fine, whatever it is. In fact, it's probably better she's not here. I wouldn't want her to get hurt. She can turn herself into stone. Well, you know, either way. Um, so, maybe we should get going. Right, we should probably prepare for this then. So, yeah, Blackmore will uh, put on the tack vest underneath, like, uh, we'll put on the tack vest just over his street gun, over his plain clothes. I put a tack vest on over my tack vest. Double tack vest. Twice the armor. Uh-huh. Plus two attack bonus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what level tack vest did we have again? Two armor. Right? Two. Two uh, late. Was it four? It was, oh, yeah. I thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was too late. Uh, did you guys start out the campaign with two light oh. armor, then it was brought up as of the meeting with your superiors. Yeah, that oh, was right. four. Oh, three. Okay. Well, three, but it's visible. I'm yeah. wearing two because I can conceal it under a coat. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Chip will go for the, the three, and uh, who's getting the band shotgun? Oh, well, I think uh, I who's the best shot? Well, I, o- best I only have handguns. I have seven dice and gun. Uh, I'm a British cop, so I have no skill in ranged weapons. I've got four. You only have four and gun? No, well, four and gun and four in coordination. Oh, so eight. Yeah. yeah. Eight. Wait, got, wait uh, do you just get gun? I thought you had to choose what gun. Chris, ruling. Uh, do you have to choose it? Are handguns and shotguns... Different enough that they require two separate skills? Nah, you aim it, you shoot. It's easy. Ooh, we got all the gun advocates that listen to this podcast yeah, are, crazy. are livid! Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows they're our biggest part of the fan base. Absolutely. Second only to our event fans. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's mostly just me commenting on the things, no, shotguns were totally different. <laughs> uh-huh, right. But anyway, um, so yeah. You listen to our podcast? No, <laughs> one of the recordings are um, so, yeah, I'm just gonna be chilling in the van, listening to music, until we, cool. until something happens. Also, how do you guys want to set up your dice regarding, uh, variable effect powers, like, with the packs with your various mechanics? I don't have any. Um, anything minor, just... Didn't like, I make a pack with something? You made a pack with a Myrmidon, mm-hmm. yeah. which is a very small ant. It grants you, basically, by using one dice from each of your attack, defense, and useful pools, if you assign those, you can get an extra point of body. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wrote that down. Cool. Alright, so, uh, what's the time limit? Got like, uh, out of, like, outside of combat, like, do we have to spend, like, a bit of time sort of rearranging dice if we want to, like, go for that? It takes a minute. Alright, so, yeah, I'll put, I'll put, uh, ten dice into my Wraith Touch, and okay. then, uh, the two hard dice, uh, well, actually, I'll put, I'll put three hard dice into my Insubstantiability, and then, um, seven into the Fire Shot. Okay. So you'll be able to go insubstantial for three rounds at a time, but after that it'll take a little bit of cooldown before you can use it again. Yes. Okay. Cool. All right. So you guys have gotten all of your stuff, and you're just waiting outside the laundromat then? As inconspicuously yep. as one can in a okay. pimped-out van. All right. You Are you guys on uh, the street? Question. Yes. I, uh, I'm just trying to remember. Did we say that I could... Uh, I have very few dice in my attack cards, and I'm wondering if there was a reason for that... Was there some sort of thing where I could use some of the hyper skills? No, you're just very weak. Okay. Yeah, I think it's entirely up to you where you wanted to spend your points. If you 
have not too many in attack, then you probably decided to spend most of them in defense or useful. Okay. I'm I guess just... what Chris is saying is, you know the rules better, John, so, so I think you should know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, we're all just, just very disappointed. It's been a long time since we've since I've had to use these attack cards. Almost like it's been two to three months. What are you talking about? This, uh, the last game just ended. It's true. I don't let you leave my house. I just make them keep playing over Everyone and over. listening, please help, I'm starving. Shut up, fool! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, just checking, because I, I feel like there was something there, but uh, I'll just... I think you're the only one who can answer this question, John. Okay. Look, you have to look into your own heart. Empathic recall. Um, so what I assume is we got one car in the back, one in the front. Because the uh, guy said he was going in the back, but right. who knows. Okay. So. I actually think... I would prefer to be like down the street because it, it'll be pretty obvious if all of us are literally like on the scene immediately. Yeah. And I mean, he said he's gonna commit the crime. There's gonna be gunshots. It'll be reasonable if like one car was nearby, but it won't be reasonable to have like a whole unit mm. sitting in front of the building. Oh, my story is just he told he had a, I had a tip that something was gonna go down at that time. Yeah. Once you guys all want to write me up on it, but yeah, go ahead. We try, all will try to prove it. <laughs> I'm an old man. I recorded your recording. No! <laughs> Hoisted by my own petard. So, I know that you knew that I knew that you deleted it. <laughs> so, as you guys wait around, eventually, uh, who is stationed in back? Uh, hmm. I, I think I'll be stationed with uh, Jack, just because... <laughs> Otherwise, it might seem a bit weird that, like, oh, the American guy that came in a few minutes ago, like, a few hours ago, was really a cop? That's totally legal. Huh? I can, I can, an undercover cop or a plainclothes cop can enter an establishment and ask about stuff, and I didn't commit any crimes. I just Hmm. asked, hey, can I go in the bag? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he did lie, though. He said you were his dad. They pretended he was American. Yeah, you see, that was they didn't cover. ask if we were cops, and that way we didn't have to tell them <laughs> Yeah, we were cops. everyone knows. You all have to tell yeah, them you're really, cops. This is really important. In this universe, is that true? No. Just like the real one! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell me if you're a cop. <laughs> Thanks, Badger. Now, as for what goes on, Jack, Blackmore, the two of you are stationed in the van in the back. Meanwhile, Irvine has the van out front with both of the Adams inside. So, Adams and Adams. Uh-huh. There's already a theme song for this. <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, Jack and Blackmore, roll me perception checks to you. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, baby. Three dice. Here we go. That's Nothing. Why, that's why you have a partner. <laughs> uh, yes. I'm such a good detective. Two nines. Okay. Blackmore, looking out the window, you can see that there is a figure... Um, who is actually on the rooftop of the building behind the laundromat. He's looking down at it. He appears to be wearing all black and is completely concealed, even his face. Then he quickly... He quickly hoists a leg down the side of the building, quickly puts his other foot out as if bracing himself against the wall. Then with his hands, he slowly... He quickly lowers himself off the roof and then makes the rest of the 20-foot drop all on his own. Oh. And then he lands with a slight thump, but then he gets up completely unharmed and begins running over to the door leading into the laundromat. Out of curiosity, what time of day is it right now? It is... Five o'clock. Five o'clock. Mm. Well, I, uh... Is where's it, Jack? Is it, wait, right is it now? winter? I don't remember. The dryads haven't frozen to death, so it's definitely summer. Mm. It's Pinterest. <laughs> uh-huh. Whack. Reasonable time of year. 
Let's have to see. Buy my I'm just wondering, is it dark already? No, it's not dark already. No. Okay. Blackmore kind of like, like, quickly taps you upside the head. Jack, you look over to, in time to see that a figure's running. He's at the back door of the laundromat. He grabs the doorknob and rips the door open with a loud screeching of metal. Look alive, ladies and gentlemen. Looks like our fa- looks like the guest. Looks like our tip was right. Mm-hmm. All right. And I, the, I by the time you finish saying this, so, okay, the two of you get out of the car. By the time you finish saying this, Blackmore, he's he has already run inside. Mm. Well, we have a problem. That's. You can definitely follow someone in if you see them yeah. committing a crime. So. Alright, we will follow the suspicious subject suspect. Getting out of the car, you head over to the chain link fence, but it's closed, and the top is lined with a bit of barbed wire. However, you do see uh, essentially a way to open it on the inside. Phase through fence! Okay. Open it up. Alright, so you turn into your ghost mode and pass through the fence as easily as if it were missed. Yeah. By the time that you un that you get the gate figured out and you're opening it up, you can already hear shouts from inside, followed quickly by the rapid staccato of gunfire. Alright. What, what about us? The two of you, are you going in through the front or the back? We're going through the we, front. Well, yeah, I guess so. Okay, you're going... So, you. by the time you go in through the front, the old woman at the front desk is looking over to the employees-only door and is about to head inside. And, yeah, so... She quickly opens the door up and is looking inside as you two have entered the building. Alright, uh, are there any innocent people in here? A couple, and they're kind of confused a little bit by the noises. <clears throat> um, Alright, everyone, um, and I'm going to use persuasion. Uh, there we go. You should probably treat her like she's an innocent bystander. Yep. Yep, I don't, I don't know if she's a criminal yet. Uh, two threes. Okay. Um, she's real nice. All right, everyone. Um, this is... Uh, uh, we are with Scotland Yard. If you could just please safely and quietly come with us. Um, we'll just escort you out of here. There seems to be an ongoing incident, but don't worry. Um, the, yeah, the people seem a bit confused for the most part, but after seeing your badge, they immediately begin going towards the exit. Yeah, and, just, uh, I, I motion for you to go after her. Yeah, no, I, I don't. And I'm going, yeah, I'm going to take everybody out. She's about to head through the employee door. Like, it's open and she's stepping through. Okay, uh, ma'am, uh, oh? I don't suggest you go back there. Uh, there is apparently a break-in in progress. Um, she's looking a bit distracted. Oh, oh, oh um, yes, I am aware of that. I need to make sure that the employees that work here are okay. Don't worry, ma'am. I, I'll make sure they're all right. No, there's no need for that, officer. I'm sure you hear more gunfire in the sound. <laughs> <laughs> everything everything, is everything fine. Everything would be fine. <laughs> oh! At this point, um, it's as though she's trying to pin her smile in place on her face. I get a little more forceful. Right. I am sure that everything will be fine, officer. Just probably a disagreement between us. <laughs> that's a that's yeah, a love. That's no, a love. No, at that point, he just like, ma'am, please move. Otherwise, I will have to arrest you for obstructing ju- justice. Um, um, well, I'm sure that you will find that. Uh, she steps aside. I'm sure you will find that nothing is wrong. Um, it's- it, it is. I have been working here for a long time, and as far as I know, it is only simple business. Ah! It's simply right. a washing machine oh. backfiring. Jesus, fuck, more! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's going. Like. Okay. So barreling through the door, you run with your 
the shotgun is in your hands at this point. Wait, you have the shotgun? Ma'am, I'm gonna have to get him out. Heading down. Ma'am! Heading through the door, you're running down a hallway with a couple of things on either side. You see an employee washroom at one point, and then to your left, you see they did, have, they did have a washroom. Those fucking liars. You <laughs> I think it was employees only. Yeah. There's a door that's ripped open, and you see that Jack, you, and Blackmore have reached the door by this point. <gasps> so the three of you basically encounter each other as you, um, all of you, turn in the direction that the hallway leads. There's a stairwell leading downstairs, and you see a crumpled figure at the base of it. Well, rush down, take a pulse. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a fellow down there. He. There's a handgun uh, to the right of his ha- outstretched hand, but he's essentially unconscious. Oh, right. uh, also, by the way, when uh, when Chip heard the gunfire, he went on the radio and said, you know, officer at this location, shot fired. Uh-huh, yeah. And so, All units available, please respond. Roger that, Inspector, on our way right now. Uh-huh. So, we got him, boys. Uh-huh. So, looking through, uh, you see that there's also a door that's similarly been ripped open, and looking through it, you can see that there is a much larger room past the hallway ahead of you. Okay, yep. Alright, yep. Uh, keep going. Uh, is the guy at the bottom of the stairs, is he still alive? Yeah, he's, he's unconscious. Yeah, he, it looks like there's a sizable bruise and lump welling up on his forehead. Alright. Um, I'll, uh, you two go on ahead. I'll administer some basic first aid. Okay, so the two of you run down the hallway. As you enter the next room, it looks like something out of Season 3 of Breaking Bad. Essentially... I never watched it either. Nope. It's a big room (laughs) filled with a whole bunch of machines. Essentially, like... Washing machines? (laughs) They're machines... They do involve water and a lot of chemicals, and you do put something into them to get something out of them, yes. So, So, what you mean to say is, we see a meth lab... Why did you just say that? Why the Breaking Bad references? Why season three? I wanted. Was to... there no meth until season three? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that seems like a really weird character was... thing to not have. There was a professional meth lab in season three with scrubbed down floors and yeah, essentially. Well, a... now you're just doing spoilers. Yeah, yeah now I know everything that's gonna happen. Right, because everybody knows that Breaking Bad is a very fresh season. People know nothing about it. Hey, you literally have a table full of people that haven't seen it. Come on, come on, Chris. Okay. Right. Yep, moving on. So. Oh, sorry, I'll get back to the description. Basically, it's a very large room filled with a whole bunch of different types of machinery that all looks very expensive, very complicated, and there are a whole bunch of pipes leading up into the ceiling as well. You're getting the feeling that this is not a laundromat at all. Wait, aren't you not supposed to fire guns in a meth lab? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you're definitely not supposed to fire guns in a meth lab. Yeah. You're also not supposed to, yeah, no, not even. You're also supposed to not use firepower inside a meth lab. Yeah. So, Luckily, I actually have an attack power that isn't flame-based now. That's good. Yeah. So as you guys look around, you quickly see that there are a number of men, well, actually a few humans, and several, like around five or so dwarves, all of whom are equipped with basically melee weapons of one type or another. The humans have baseball bats at, or machetes or things like that, and the dwarves are actually armed with dwarven weaponry, so basically short swords, hand axes, and things like that. And they're all running after this one guy, uh, the fellow in black. The, the fellow in black, who is basically carving a path through them in the same way that a combine harvester goes through a field of grain. Oh shit, it's how, Maximum Edge! How, like, how so, though? 
Okay. Like, well, is he like? But no, 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 no. He's unarmed. He oh, doesn't need so, a weapon. So he's just punching people. As in, he picks he picks up one man and throws him across the room so that he crashes into a piece of machinery. Oh, also, Chris, uh, two sixes. Uh, is he basically in stable enough condition? He's fine. Don't okay. worry about him. He's fine. He, just unconscious, concussed. So yeah, who's firing guns? Uh, the fellow that was in the stairwell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you said okay. he, there was a yeah. gun right near him. So I will disarm him and uh, basically like Disrobe roll him, him. into. <laughs> no, <laughs> and basically like put him in the recovery position and then make sure he's cuffed so he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Okay. That takes a couple sex. But yeah. okay. By the time you do that, the two of you have digested the situation that's going on inside of the uh, meth lab room. I see the meth lab holster my gun and okay. instead I uncork a bottle. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. I'm gonna need more new client for this. So. Um, Free set! Police, you're under arrest! Okay, at this point, a couple of people look up, and you just hear a few of them curse in Chinese. So. And you didn't learn any Chinese curse words for this? I'm just surprised that there aren't more people with cle- people with cleavers. No. Yeah. Yeah, and machetes. Yeah, it's debatable. Mm. Yeah, well, it's a laundromat. It'd be weird if they were carrying cleavers around it. What if they were making dim sum? <laughs> that now that's even more racist. A laundromat that is run by okay, Asians that makes okay, dim sum. It's okay. You're saying it's racist that Chinese people would make Chinese food? Yes. Mm. It's okay. As a Chinese person, yeah, I'm very say, offended. Joey and John can say that. Yeah. Okay, so let's We can't. So let's start combat. Yeah. So because you Harry, because you took the time to administer first aid, you will be absent for the first round of combat. Yep. Meanwhile, Blackmore and no, sorry, not Blackmore. Jack and Chip, the two of you are going to be in the fight. Um, as for you, Joey, is Quincy just going to keep helping people upstairs? Well, until, until he all the people are gone, and okay. then he, then he'll go in. So it'll take you about two rounds to rush down sure. there and help him out. Sure. Okay. I so, will wait. All right. So burst through the ceiling. Embrace tranquility. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not saying yada. Yeah, keep saying that. So let's go with sense order. Who has senses one or two? One. Okay, one. All right, so Jack, you'll go first. What are you going to do? I will shoot wine bullets Okay. at um, s- stealthy cool guy. Okay. Because he's technically the person we're arresting right now. <laughs> All right, yeah. cool. Freeze, scumbag, and then just shoot the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if I miss. It's, uh... Yeah. Okay. Um, what an unfortunate Next, act. sense two, anybody? Uh, I'm sense four. So. Sense four, okay. So sense two, the dwarves and the men who are chasing the masked man are going to, well, keep attacking him, but two of the men with, uh, one of them has a machete, one of them has a bat, they're going to run up the stairs to try and meet whoever comes down to attack them. And finally, we have, yeah, sense four, the man in black is going to dodge attacks and just try and... Yeah, basically, he's gonna. Yeah, he's just gonna keep fighting the dwarves that are attacking him. And finally, we have Chip. What are you gonna do? Um. Badge out, everyone on the ground, mark of order. Okay, are you targeting every. Can you target everybody? With I, I, I pray. I, I pick a primary target, which is gonna be uh, one of the dwarves. Cool, okay. For reasons, racist. You're racist. (laughs) Says the man who's like, "How do I weaponize this horrifying death this elf went through?" All right. So everybody, roll off, please. I pre-roll. Okay. Because I knew what I was doing. Harry, uh, may I borrow a set of your dice for this session? Oh yeah. Come on. 
thank you. I misplaced my backpack before I came here. Oh, jeez! I, I know where it is, I just don't have my dice with me, that's all. Take Much a willpower. Thank you, Barry. Just ten? Oh, yeah, I'll just take five to bring on. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Perfect. Much appreciated. Okay, so, first off, Man in Black is going to roll first for dodging and then for attacking. So, uh, drop a die. Remember, if he blocks an attack, he doesn't have to drop a die. He just uses the lower of the two dice pool. Thank you, John. Yeah. Yay! Where do you think we are? <laughs> what do you think this podcast is called? <laughs> okay. Listen to these Johns. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be great if we had more than one person named John. Okay. But we don't. Just Way to one. go, Joey. Oh, yeah. Why couldn't you be John Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> you don't have one sibling named John and the next one named John Jr. <laughs> You can get John the third by the time you just have three kids. And people will think it's been passed down so long. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, it's a great so, trick. The funny thing is, both of my grandfather both of our grandfathers is named John. So technically I could be named after one and Joey could be named after the other. <laughs> so you are technically John the set no wait. No. There's no there there wasn't a John in between. Damn. That's true. Broke the chain. Also, Neither of our parents are like the firstborn sibling. Yeah. Oh damn! I just thought it was the most racist thing I could ever say. I mean, we're on recording. I There's know. never a better time. I know. Like, I'll wait until we're done. I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> okay. So, uh, did anybody get anything at fours? Uh, no. Remember mine's uh, delayed effects. Okay. So, first off, um, yeah, the man in black is crouched in a defensive position as three of the dwarves swarm him at once, despite all of their attacks going off. Um, he essentially has his hands up. He sidesteps one of their downward slashes to his arm. He t- he then ducks under the sweep of an axe. And finally, as one of them uh, de- tries to deliver a punch to his midsection, he catches the fist and mm. essentially stops at mid-punch. Hot damn. Next. Uh, I think I'm not playing a lady again. Anybody else uh, get any threes? Oh, I got threes. Sorry. I got three tens. Three tens. Okay, awesome. That... So- you, so how do you fire your wine bullets? Do you fire them out of the bottle, or do you have a bit in your hand that you fire out? No, I like pull. I have like when I uncork the bottle, I automatically will pull out some, so it's floating in front of me, and then just like shoot out. Have you from seen Avatar: The Last Airbender? Yes. <laughs> okay, so but with wine. Uh huh. So you wine bend the wine into several bullets, and you release a spray of them at the dwarves. One of them hits a dwarf. No, I'm not for the guy in black. Oh, you're aiming for the guy in black. Mm. I said he's the one we're technically arresting. Sorry, okay. So, mm. Alright, so... Your attack goes off a little quicker, apparently, than he expected, and as the... Now he's dead. One of the bullets clips him in the head, and he sort of recoils a bit, then sort of seemingly shakes it off at... Um, Did that do shock and killing damage? I have no idea. Did you take a flaw that says it doesn't? Well, the issue with this is, um... This character sheet doesn't have my actual powers outlined, but I do know that my water power is seven dice. So I rolled seven dice. All right, then. I will assume that it is shock okay. and killing, because I don't think I took the flaw for it. So you rolled three times, you said? Yeah. Okay. And he's so, fucking dead. Well, he could be armored. Mm. Or shifted to his torso. Yeah, three shock and three killing to the head doesn't kill somebody, does it? Yeah. 
Yeah, like uh, absolutely unarmored, they're dead. Um, well, he he spends yes. his. Um, oh yeah, because the shock converts to killing, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shock would wrap around to killing. Yeah. Well, and he would probably spend willpower though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He seem he seems to be barely phased by the attack as he quickly clasps a hand to his head as if checking to see if everything's okay before oh, he go. Yeah. Before he goes back into fighting mode. So with that's that, fine. We really want this guy to get away. <laughs> next is. Uh, we want to catch all of them. That's the ideal, right? Anybody else get any threes? I don't know, this guy's just helping us. Uh, John? Uh, well, my stuff would technically go off next round, but it's, uh, two nines, two sevens. Okay, And just to tell the dwarves, uh, I, I pick two dwarves and tell them to get on the ground. Okay. So, yeah, two of the ones that are, yeah. Okay, so, uh, anybody else get any threes, or are we going for twos? Uh, I have not yet arrived on the scene. Okay. Yeah, me so, neither. Two twos, then. Or, I mean, sorry, next is the twos. So, with two tens, the guy um, quickly uh, brings his fist back into a very ready punch, and then with an, a very strong forward step, he basically cold cocks one of the dwarves as hard as he can in the side of the jaw. The dwarf goes sprawling across the floor for a good ten feet before coming to rest uh, beside one of the machines, visibly limp. Ah, no! Mm. And. My olden's beard! Uh-huh. By this point, there are four dwarves left fighting this guy, and out of the humans, two of them ha- are running up the stairs and have more- won't be able to attack the two of you, Chip and Jack, physically at uh, next round. Oh, sorry. My stuff actually goes off at with three next round. Okay, with three. Thank you. I'm assuming none of the dwarves complied with my orders? Um, you're not sure if they heard you. They're a little distracted. Alright, so just uh, curiosity. Hold on, no. My uh, bark of order is obvious and must be yelled. Okay. Well, in that case, then, yes, I would say that they were able to hear you. Wait, are you using. So you're actually using obvious as as essentially a bonus because they have to see it. No. You jerk. No, it's just. I can't use it it in stealth. It's still a flaw. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. He can't, like, go to somebody like, hey, Uh, I'm on the stairwell leading to the basement, and Chip and Jack are on, like, a second set of stairs in the basement, or is it just, like, the basement proper? Um, it's basically a walkway above the basement proper. Ah, So, basically, you'll get there at the same time that... The other guys do. So, it is the second round, and basically the three of you are now up on the walkway, but there are two guys, one with a machete, one of them with a baseball bat, that are getting ready to attack you guys. Meanwhile, down below, the man in black is still fighting four of the dwarves as well as one of the men who... Uh, the man is hanging back and barking Chinese rapidly into a cell phone. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, it is now the start of the next round. Sense one. Jack, what are you going to do? Um, excuse me. I'm broke to be free. Now it's been excused. Um, Pardon me for my manners. I forgive you. Um. So wait, I already know that the guy with the machete and a bat are gonna come hit Chip and I. Yep, pretty much. They're coming towards you, and you have the feeling that uh, they're not there to direct you back upstairs to the customer area. Man, these guys are dumb. They're gonna try and beat cops with a bat. Well, so um, lo- it's it's not that they're attacking cops. It's the fact that there's a chance they could get away with it. We knock mm. these cops out. We're free. Um. 
them with blind bullets or guard myself? You can guard yourself, and then, like, you can guard both of you on the catwalk, and then the next round, uh, Blackmore the Friendly Ghost pops out from behind and starts wraith touching everybody. Sure, I'll block the walkway so they can't get past us with, like, a line wall. Okay. It's sure. a lot like a wonder wall. Mm. So you pull out, so you start using your wonder wall power. Got it. Yeah, so I pull out my guitar. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, God, he's an asshole. We gotta kill him now. Uh-huh. Oh, he's another frat boy from a college party. Okay. So, you do that. Who goes off at sense two? Uh, Blackmore, what's your call? My sense is four, actually. Okay, so next for sense two, the dwarf. Sense two, the dwarves down below are still attacking the man in black, and the two guys up the, upstairs, the one with the machete is going to be going after Chip, the one with the baseball bat is going to be going after Jack. Sense 4, the man in black is going to continue attacking the dwarves just until they stop attacking him. Alright. And next it's going to be... Me. Yes. Alright, so, um, like, is it possible for me to sort of, like, activate my insubstantiability to... And then, like, sort of, like, come running into the room? Uh, to, like, run through whoever you need to? Yeah, like, the basic idea is I want to run through Jack, Chip, and the two other guys in order to sort of get behind them. Yeah, that's totally possible. All right, yeah, so that's what we'll do. Okay. And Chip, what are you doing? Um, you know what? I trust, I trust Jack, so I'm going to use my <laughs> Foolish. Uh, bark of order on the two guys and tell them to drop their weapons. Okay, cool. So, let's, uh, yeah, everybody roll off, please. Three hard dice, so... Three tens, baby! 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 Big Bobby! Baby! Hmm. I'm gonna spend a word Beep beep. That's actually a podcast reference. Mm. It's meta as hell. Got us. Referencing a podcast in a podcast? There is some serious patriarchy going on under this table. Every, all these dudes stretching their legs out. My legs don't go nowhere. The second I move my leg, look, I've hit another foot. Chris just moved his foot out of the way. Whose foot is this? It's this actually is all Harry. Harry's... Look yeah. at... My feet aren't even under the table. I usually hit your feet, too. John's the only person who has any foot respect. Bastards. <laughs> Sorry. You're destroying I Chris. refuse to be shamed in my own home. <laughs> <laughs> my table. Uh-huh. What? Save us, please. Read off what happens? Yeah. Just a second. <laughs> please save us. Save us from ourselves. We can only keep this incredibly crappy banter going for so long. Okay, okay, okay. The incredibly quality banter. Mm. Sick bants. <laughs> Solid bants. Solid bants. The bants. Okay. And... Alright, okay, that... Oh, okay, that's a good roll. And now for the t- <laughs> Sorry, there are a lot of people going on right now. So <laughs> the commentary. Ooh, that's a good one. Nice. Ooh, he's dead. So <laughs> totally dead. Because just filling the dead air with his little. Ooh, hey. Hey, whoa. Well, funny. aren't you a nice little dice set? Ooh, ooh, look at that whip. That whip. I don't want to hear about your whip. Okay, so let's start. <laughs> All right, let's please. Okay, so first time we should start measuring dice rolls. Length and girth. Sorry. <laughs> All okay. Right. Not sorry. Continue. So, uh, any fours? Who here has the girthiest roll? <laughs> God damn you! <laughs> I thought you were better than this, Chris. Don't encourage her. Um, 
effectively four by eight on the first guy. Hot going off next round. Going yeah. off next round. Okay. Delayed effect. Delayed oh, effect. Right, but okay. yours they're off all with three. All right, all right, all right. So, um, anybody else? Mm. Any with, with fours? What about with three? With three tens. Okay, three tens. Very nice. So the two guys on the catwalk start making their way menacingly towards them. Uh-huh. And then a fucking ghost pops through them, phases through both of them, and sort of stops behind them. Uh-huh. Uh, they both yelp a bit in horror and quickly look behind you, but then looking back, they realize that, you know, they got to focus on these cops first. So... These cops. Yeah, mistake. Uh-huh. So, any other threes? Uh, three nines, three sevens. On those dwarves who I who did yes okay so and uh, it's with plus two damage okay so going out so four damage mm-hmm. to each and they are knocked down all right down. and dazed down okay. go the dwarves so um all right so you uh, the dwarves quickly advance upon the figure in black not seemingly not caring about your orders. Then suddenly, there seems to be an enormous force pressing down on them from above, and they collapse to the ground as if an enormous weight has dropped upon their shoulders. As if somebody dropped a giant dog on them. Exactly. <gasps> mm-hmm. So, as this goes on, then, yeah, both of their sets are broken, leaving the only one dwarf remaining. But before he can attack the figure in black, the, uh, the guy rushes forward and suddenly leaps in the air before delivering a front kick that... Plop, that is just essentially one foot plowing straight into the dwarf's face and sending him tumbling almost like a ball across the floor until he thuds against the wall on the far side of the room. Next, we have... Okay, the final dwarf uh, tries to attack... is looking visibly terrified but tries to attack him anyway. The guy merely snaps a hand up and catches the blade in his hand, one-handed before the edge can even meet the, his palm. And he just begins to look slowly at the dwarf almost menacingly. Mm. At least... Almost menacingly. You can't not tell... On the edge of menacingly. You can't... <gasps> Do you guys think this guy's name is The Edge? You can't, no, he's Maximum Edge. You can't tell if he has a facial expression judging by the mask, but all you can see is his head turning towards the dwarf, and you have a feeling he's not friendly. So... Was that really, everything he did up to now indicated otherwise? <laughs> he was like giving hugs. He was handing out naps. He baked that pie. <laughs> so, uh, Jack, two for, nines, two nines defense. for your wine wall. Okay. So, um, before uh, before the men, yeah, they the two of them run at the two of you, yelling uh, with almost like a little battle cry of their own, with their baseball bat in one hand, machete in the other, but then suddenly there is a thick, six-foot-tall wall of wine that erupts in front of them, preventing them from getting through. And you see, and you see their weapons bounce off the yeah, dark red liquid. I, I imagine where they like, they, like, try to hit it, and then they're, they just get kind of caught, like, in a river, and they're like, ah, and they gotta, like, pull it out. Yeah. yeah. So, is, and it's, is it actually just, like, solid, or is it, like, a... I was picturing it, like, the power um, is holding up the wine and also holding it, like, I'd be exerting my power and holding the wine together, mm. so that it would kind of bend and then rebound as I, like, pushed it off Flumber to wall. keep... Yeah, the, the wine as a solid. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. exactly what happens. It's basically like it's like trying to hit an electromagnet that repels you with an iron bar. Yeah. It's similar to sure. that effect. So, 
As for what happens next, Quincy, you've run downstairs by this point, and you emerge into the hall, like, the room where all of this is happening just as the last two attacks occur. Alright. So, with that, it's time for the next round. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com, or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.